It's Wednesday, November 15th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. An autumn stock market rally accelerated Tuesday after fresh data showed that inflation cooled more than expected, powering big gains across stocks and government bonds. Hopes that rates have peaked had already sent major indices sharply higher since the central bank's last meeting, and some investors have marveled at the speed of the ascent in recent weeks. The inflation data kicked the rally into high gear Tuesday and set off a wave of buying in the government bond market, which notched its biggest one-day rally since Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. The S&P 500 jumped 1.9%, bringing its November gains to 7.2%. The tech-heavy Nasdaq composite added 2.4%, pushing its advance this month to almost 10%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 490 points Tuesday and 5.4% for the month. The S&P 500 and Nasdaq recorded their biggest one-day jumps since April. The gains were broad-based, lifting all 11 sectors within the S&P 500. In other news, House lawmakers approved a Republican plan Tuesday that would continue funding federal agencies until early next year, a critical step in averting a partial government shutdown, with House Speaker Mike Johnson relying heavily on Democratic votes to get his bill across the finish line. The 336-95 vote exceeded a two-thirds threshold required under a special procedure employed by Johnson to sidestep internal GOP disagreements. The measure still requires approval from the Democratic-controlled Senate, where the leaders of both parties have signaled support, but timing was uncertain. The bill's passage showed many lawmakers had little appetite for brinkmanship just ahead of their Thanksgiving break, opting for a clean measure that extends funding at current levels, but pushes off fights over issues including border security, federal spending levels, and Ukraine funding. Just ahead of the vote, House Democratic leaders threw their support behind the measure, saying it avoided harmful cuts and extreme right-wing policy riders. The short-term proposal would extend government funding at current levels for some federal agencies until mid-January, and for others, including the Defense Department, until early February while lawmakers work on fiscal full-year funding plans. In world news, North Korea said Wednesday it successfully tested new solid-fuel engines designed for intermediate-range ballistic missiles as it continues to work on developing nuclear-capable weapons targeting its rivals in the region. North Korea's official Korean Central News Agency said the country's military scientists tested the first stage and second stage missile engines on Saturday and Tuesday. The report did not say when the new missile system was expected to be completed. The North's existing intermediate-range missiles, including the Hwasong-12 that may be able to reach the U.S. Pacific Territory of Guam, are powered by liquid fuel engines, which need to be fueled before launch and cannot stay fueled for long periods of time. Tensions on the Korean Peninsula are at their highest point in years after North Korean leader Kim Jong-un ramped up his weapons demonstrations, including events he described as simulated nuclear attacks on the South. Back in the U.S., 
Google CEO Sundar Pichai on Tuesday was summoned to federal court for the second time in two weeks to testify in an antitrust trial threatening to topple a pillar of an internet empire that he helped build. In his latest court appearance in San Francisco, Pichai spent more than two hours defending the business practices of the Google Play Store, which distributes apps for the company's Android software that powers most of the world's smartphones. Pichai's latest testimony came 15 days after he traveled to Washington, D.C. to take the stand in a separate antitrust trial revolving around the U.S. Justice Department's allegations that Google has stifled competition and innovation by abusing the power of the dominant search engine that launched the company in 1998. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.